I know. What else can you hear? <laughs> Bitch, whatever the fuck clink is. Oh, that was the um <laughs> that was the zipper. Here. I know you hear that. It's my voice. You know what that means. Another week, more shit talking. And today I brought back a guest in the building with me. Say what's up, B. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? Um, so some of you might remember Dee from a few episodes back. We did Broke Boy Chronicles Part One. Hello. And this week, right? This week is Part Two. Um, I don't know who's been on my Instagram, but there was somebody who came for me <laughs> for the last episode. So I don't know. They if were I'm upset and broke. Off. Upset. I don't know what their mindset is, but they were upset. They told me sorry if they offended me. I don't get offended, boo boo. I just speak the truth. Um, but yeah, so D is back with us. D, how you been since the last episode? I've been good running. I moved to a new nail shop. Now I'm located at Legacy Nails at 3900 South Goldenrod Road over on the east side. So come and see me. I moved into a new apartment over here. Now we're new. We're now we're neighbors. <laughs> yeah, now we're, you live down the street from me. Literally, we're like three minutes away. <laughs> so that's great. All positive vibes 2021. Right, growth and positive vibes. And just so you guys know, a little bit of background on D. You, how old are you now? 23? 22. Yes. 22 years old, entrepreneur, has a two-bedroom by herself, pays for everything on her own, no help from anyone. She does this shit all, like, literally since I've known D. I knew you since, what, you were, like, 19? 20? Right, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Before I was 21. For a long club. time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... And I used to serve Dee, and Dee became one of my really good friends because I fucked with her energy. She has great energy. She's an entrepreneur. She's a hustler all around, and I could tell that from her. And with me, um, I, I always bond with hustlers. I always bond with people who are like-minded, and they're ready to get to the next thing. So you being so young and having so much accomplishments under your belt already, that's amazing. And you know it was International Women's Day yesterday? Right. You're welcome. You know, it was International Women's Day yesterday. Um, technically, every day is International Women's right. Day because, <laughs> ladies, we kill this shit all the time. I always, always, always love seeing a woman striving. I love seeing a woman work hard and get it from the bottom. So you're definitely one of those women in my life that I really admire for your hustle and your drive and always getting the next best, best thing. you never settling. Um, so I want to say congratulations on your new spot. Congratulations on your new um, location. And ladies, if you want your nail slayed, she is the girl to go to. Thank you, girl. I appreciate you. What is that? Um, what was that? Um, the column that you write? Oh, so I stopped writing that in January, but okay. it was Women of Cultural Noise. Cultural I used to work noise. With this, mm-hmm. I used to work with this media team. They actually are still relevant they're just not doing the woman of cn anymore it was kind of getting like a little bit sidetracked it was it was something that i had to keep up with but they're located in miami and my life was just going on like a thousand yeah so it didn't fit for what i was doing anymore but i was writing articles every week on ladies that were doing something cool in their local neighborhood or even across the country just ladies that were just hustling and working hard so it was kind of like an appreciation post every Wednesday yeah you can still check those out yeah I I did that all the time and that was actually really cool I bonded 
and network with a lot of ladies. Mm-hmm. I was just so telling like, someone um, about you today, dude, like um, relevant today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. She was like, let me know. But you guys call. can still check the hashtag. It's called Women of CN on the hashtag. But um, the media team is Cultural Noise. They still do a lot of cool things. Um, they have their own website. They have clothing line. They just kind of stepped away from, I think, like the blogging, blogging aspect. Yeah. And they do more like Instagram blogging. And um, I know one of them has a podcast and they do their clothing. So it was kind of, <laughs> everything was adjusting. The company was like kind of switching up um, and we didn't have great, like, it, w- it was just time for a separation, mm-hmm. but there was no like real reason why I stopped. Like nothing bad happened. It just didn't really work out with all of our schedules yeah. and stuff. So that was good. But they're that, so awesome. Yeah. That column was real awesome. beneficial. I had checked it out a couple times. They do a lot of like media uptakes and our outtakes on their Instagram page. So if you guys want to see like latest media outtakes, check out Culture on Noise on Instagram. I believe there's an underscore after Cultural Noise, but super cool. Um, team's awesome, and they're always up to date on everything. Speaking of being up to date in a media outbreak <laughs> and amazing women, Cardi B, Bodak Yellow just went diamond. Whoa, whoa. She is the first, right? She's the first female rapper to have a diamond single. And also, she's the first female rapper to go five times platinum in the last seven months for her song, Wow. Now, to me... That's crazy. Like that's a, that is crazy for her to be a young, honestly, a young black woman from the Bronx to doing numbers on the charts consistently for the last couple of years now. Like that's right. That's an amazing. Any club you go um, in these days, they're gonna be playing that wop. in the club regardless. Every DJ is playing it because they know that's what everyone wants to hear right now, and she's on it. Right. Even Bodak, when Bodak Yellow came out, they were playing that shit nonstop in the club. It's like every time she makes a banger, it's a banger. Mm-hmm. And you're playing it in your car, you play it at the club, you play it at the house to get ready. Like, she definitely deserves that. What I really like about her is that she doesn't change. She's right. been the same type of girl that she was when her teeth were fucked up. Like, and not to bring that up, because that's usually you know that like backhanded compliment but what i'm saying is she's never changed she, <laughs> right she it's got a more compliment, money, it's so a compliment. More money, yeah like with more money obviously anything that you didn't like about yourself you're gonna or anything change that it. you wanted to change you're mm-hmm. gonna change it shit i have braces like my right me too up. so right it's called the glow up mm-hmm. so she glowed the fuck up in all ways in her business aspect her clothing aspect she did a lot she did i think a reebok um collab and that shit flew off the shelves like Everything she touches goes great. So she, I right. she has that a she following. deserves this. She has a great following and a great like outlook on her, I guess, I would say her mindset. Let me not say outlook on things, but that too. But her mindset about everything. She's always been very transparent to us as far as I can see. Um, and been herself from when she was dancing on her grandmother's dining room table, twerking to her music to now being in a mansion, doing the same thing, having the same energy, same vibe, put her sister on, put all her people on, you know what I mean? Her best friend had went to prison. She stood, like, she held her down the whole time, got her right when she got out. Like, I could fuck with people like that. I think 
people like that don't let fame get to them. Right. You can't and they save themselves. So it's crazy. Like you can't. And a lot of times though, especially females in the rap game in that type of game, they forget who they were before. And in from my outlook on Try not to move your phone. So don't be texting on it because I can hear you clicking. No, I had just moved it down when he started barking. I had like covered the speaker. Oh, okay. We just stop. We'll just pause talking from that. Fuck, I lost my part. Yeah. So yeah, moral of the story is people get into money, whether they're females or males, they get into money and they lose sight of who they were before it all started and what they did it for. So from my experience being a fan of Cardi B, seeing her, I guess, in essence, grow up, because I was following her on Instagram before I even knew she wanted to rap. I was following her when she was just a funny stripper. (laughs) A hoe never gets cold. Like, I didn't know it was she was going to blow into the person she was. She was just really entertaining, and I liked her personality. So I was like, all right, but I'm going to follow her. Like, you know, like... a um, deep fan of Cardi. (laughs) I am a deep fan. <laughs> I admire her so much. No, but she is somebody to look yeah, up to. Yeah, no, for sure. She's and, a role and model. And being a female doing everything. Yeah, she's a role model. And no matter what people say, how crazy, how outlandish she may do things sometimes, she is a role model mm-hmm. because she's a hustling ass woman. Right, for and sure. And a successful businesswoman who went from being a stripper in New York. She's been through all to being, aspects so she can been through relate to all aspects. Exactly. To being one of the top rap artists. Not just a female rap artist, but top rap artists, mm-hmm. period. And somebody who's stood relevant for so long. You know, you don't see a lot of females stay relevant for yeah, like that's years and years. I mean, we see that with <coughs> who? Lil' Kim. And it's like, it's more so like an image for that, in my opinion, from what people would look at it with Lil' Kim. Mm-hmm. And then Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is the only one who really, like, matches music. Yeah, so, for sure. I mean, Nicki Minaj I, I'm saying as far as, like, rap. Cardi B so. still around, but, like, think about, like, Katy Perry. Where did she go? She fell off. I don't know where she Katy went. Perry is not in the same genre. But yes, a lot of I'm like Taylor Swift is supposedly still on. I don't know. Oh but, yeah, um, I haven't heard about her in a while though. Right, but yes, still being still very relevant, still being talked about to this day. Motherfuckers that they make this chat still about. So I think anybody who can be influential to the game is somebody to look out for in the long run, and I think. Cardi B is very influential, yeah, for sure. So, so is Nicki Minaj, you know. So Nicki Minaj gets her flowers as well, but right now, right, Cardi, Cardi B, B is hitting. She is a different influence. Yeah, right now Cardi B is hitting. Um, I think she's doing her thing, and I, I'm very happy for her that she got her record went diamond because she definitely deserves that. Very humble individual. Um, who? So speaking of females in the rap game, Meg Thee Stallion, I feel like is gonna be somewhat similar I don't know if she's gonna last as long but I'm a big Meg fan too I think just her last piece of work in my opinion flopped (laughs) I didn't like it I think people liked it cool I like a couple of the songs but compared to Meg's old work I was like Tati killed me I can't do that stallion uh for Halloween (laughs) yeah Tati always killed but she's actually who put me on to Meg the stallion um, she also put me on the cash doll 
there's a lot of females in the rap game that are going to be coming up. And um, earlier when I started my last season, I did an entire episode about like females are going to be next up in all artists. They're going to kill 2021 for sure. And I think my point has been proven. There's been so many amazing female artists that have really shined this year and shown that like they're hustlers for real because to jump off in a pandemic where you have no shows really that you can do now club appearances are allowed but you know what I mean like y'all are just straight in the studio right, you had to find a different way to make money exactly and also you have all this time to make content so you're not wasting it yeah so, for sure crazy. you gotta be productive at the same time Right, exactly. And this podcast is almost to its year mark, so Ooh. I'm productive too. Right. What are we going to do for <laughs> the one-year anniversary? It's a surprise. I'm working on what's going to happen for the one-year anniversary, but it is coming up, you guys. April 20th, mark your fucking calendar, because the one-year of Sorry If I Fend You podcast is coming up, and I'm trying to do something special for it. Not sure exactly what I'm going to be doing, but it's coming up. Mark your calendars. Reserve your hour or two out your fucking day and open your ears. Clean your ears out before so you can hear me loud and clear. Because I'm going to be talking that shit. It's going to be a good episode. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a good episode. And I got a lot of um, plans that I want for this podcast. I want to start introducing video. I know I spoke about it um, at the beginning of season two. That was my plan. So right now I'm, I'm trying to get everything into actual motion to where I can do video. Um, I don't think every episode is going to be video, but I'm definitely working on trying to build this podcast and get it visual. So those of you who like to watch YouTube, um, it'll be something geared more towards you. Um, and also I could put out better video footage and clips for people to see what the episode's all about. And I'll have um, just a different type of experience and a different type of vibe with my podcast. So we're mature. We're growing. We're doing shit to make us successful all year long. Can't stay in one spot. Yes, ma'am. So what are your plans for 2021? Oh, girl. I was just thinking about speaking on it. I didn't want to jinx it. But um... <laughs> don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to speak on everything. I'm big on that, too. That's why I kind of, like, go. I shake around what I'm trying to say. Like, I give y'all a little hint of what's going to happen, but you really don't know until it actually happens. So yeah, everything's in sure. the work. But you just know the idea of for it. For sure. No, I'm, but I'm planning on branching off right now. I'm working at Legacy and with a beautiful team of ladies and boss entrepreneurs. But soon uh, I've been planning on getting my own location. So I was actually supposed to happen in January when my whole world crashed down I had to uproot my shop and uproot my house and I had to just move forward and upgrade everything instead of just freaking out and take it the best way so I had to cancel out my plan of renting out the shop in January so now I've moved it back a couple months so I'm really shooting for June for my birthday that's gonna be my birthday present to myself so Fingers crossed, June 2021 will be the grand opening of my own shop. So, fingers crossed, June that's is happening. Before June, it is happening. There's no sure. fingers crossed. Right. It's going to happen for you. Right. Speak it into existence. I'm big on manifesting. I think the energy that you put out is the energy that you get. Um, I know that luck kind of has its own little draw, but sometimes things happen for the best. Sometimes 
things get pushed yeah, back, timing changes because it's it wasn't for you at that moment. But when June comes, you'll be ready. You're going to be situated in your new place and everything's going to be good. And you're going to have your own shop and you're going to do amazing. And you're going to acquire more customers because all the ladies on this podcast better will get slayed <laughs> as long as you live in Orlando or if you're traveling here too. She picks up clients like that. She always posts her schedules on her Instagram. Yes, follow. So if you go ahead and shoot her a follow, she, you'll know exactly when she has openings in her schedule, days, times, all that good stuff. And you'll see examples of her work because yeah. she kills it every time. Go follow on Instagram at D-Nail-Queen, D-E-E-Nail-Queen. And get so question. What is up? Since, now? you know I'm going to ask you a question. Since all we talked about last episode was flexing mm-hmm. and broke boy chronicle chronicles broke oh and boy. broke boy chronicles we talked about how i went on my horrible date how <laughs> men are what they say they are but this is not an episode to bash the men that do their thing this is not an episode to bash anybody it's us just telling our tales the shit that we go through and what we see all the time. So recently there was a post that went out. Um, I guess Kodak, you know, he's been on his little, I don't know what you call it since he's been out. I think he's trying to get his mind right. I think he's having fun on Instagram. I don't know. I love Kodak. We're Kodak over here forever. I Kodak bop all the time. Nothing against him. But he has been on some shit. And you see, he's been on some shit, right? I don't know if it's drugs or the hair, but he's on some shit. So he posted, uh, I don't know where, it's been deleted since, about how little, how Lil Baby said in his song, posting money on Instagram, yeah, I invented that. I guess he felt some type of way because, you know, Kodak invented the spread or, you know, made it popular. It's the, for me, I think the spread was culture because people yeah, were spreading that money wasn't since really we were younger. I don't think... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so either, but I think he's the doing one that it on did Instagram, it, yeah, on like, social media. Yeah, he did it the biggest. Mm-hmm. Like, people picked it up from him posting and doing all that, but spreading money was never nothing new, yeah. especially in the Florida area. That's what people do. Honestly, not even that, just the culture. The hood culture, all that. Motherfuckers was spreading money forever. So, he didn't invent that, but I will say flexing it, put on his leg, putting it all down his arm and chest right. was... <laughs> something that he influenced a lot of people to do and to start mm-hmm. doing and they you know gave him his flowers for right, it right? Put his face so on he it. felt some type of way exactly so he felt some type of way and said oh you know spreading money that's my thing um I don't, I'm not hating on any of y'all and this isn't to throw any shade but you know give me basically give me my kudos you know you learned that from me whatever right to me that was weird like what do you you must you had to be high that you felt like you needed to take it to Instagram and do something like that. You were bored and wanted to flex, right? So my new future baby daddy, Pushaisty. And not because of his music, but also because he's actually pretty fine. You know he's not my usual type, but he's fine. He looks good. Girl, um, I have never him. seen you talk to a black man. Chocolate man. I know. A chocolate man. <laughs> I know, but he's cute though. But I do think he's, I think he's cute. Anyways, so, you know, off me. Um, so he responded to what Kodak said, which I thought was lame, but whatever. 
He responded and said, this shit here is lame. I thought you was a real, you know, a real one, blah, blah. But this right here, I lost all respect for you. So then he went to posting him spreading money since 2011. Keep in mind, he's like your age. So in the pictures, he's probably, I don't know, he looks no older than 13, 14. So it's like, okay, yes, you're young, whatever. No one, everyone in the world knows Kodak didn't actually invent invent spreading. And I think the way that Kodak worded it was wrong. It was more so made it pop in on Instagram. Not invented spreading in general, but made it pop in on Instagram. I think it was all a miswording of what it is. And I also, I don't think it was that deep for Kodak to pull Lil Baby's lyrics and then say, oh, you know, it's because um, I invented it, blah, blah. No, none of that, sh- all that shit is broke boy activity. Right, y'all, go, y'all going back and forth about money for when. About money for what? Because if you have money, you don't have to flex it. And I think that's where the mindset kind of shifts, in my opinion. When I was younger, it was like, oh, my God, he pulling out his money. He got money. Ooh. Now that I'm older, I'm like, Ew. If you really have money, it would be in your You're bank. You're not flexing You like wouldn't that. have it in your pocket it like your that. Like, no. Right. You would have assets and stocks and bank accounts. And, like, no. You wouldn't have $2,000 sitting in your, in your pocket. You wouldn't, right? So basically, I guess the argument was like, oh, Kodak's not getting money. I will say that's probably a lie. I think Kodak's getting paid a lot to even just show his face. I feel him. But But he has that mindset. mindset. Yeah, the same hood mindset that you're not, you mm -hmm. don't have the assets. You can't put it in a bank account. You can't do this. You can't do that. Right. Mm -mm. So that's, that is the point of this conversation. And you hit it right on the dot, that, that broke mindset. It's not actually broke in the pockets. Because, you know, we obviously know Lil Baby, Kodak, and Pushaisky got mm-hmm. Like, that's not a question. We're not calling them broke. That's not the conversation. The conversation is they have a broke mindset. The broke mindset is arguing on Instagram. The broke mindset is feeling like you need to prove a point to anybody. The broke mindset is trying to flex and pull out money and do all that extra shit. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I know rappers do it because it's, it's like for the culture. But I think people look into it like, oh, that's what I need to be doing too. Right. Now you being 22, but on your shit, are you going to, you're going to go for what, what is the fault in your eyes, in your opinion of men flexing money? I like to know that a man has money, but I don't, I feel like, cause I've been in a situation where I have dated someone who was so caught up in the Instagram flair, but was so broke behind the wall. This man had borrowed money from me, had had did did this, he did that. He was robbing people. You were doing things that you are not supposed to do and karma comes back. And everyone around mm-hmm. you thinks that you have to keep up, you have to keep this this persona up for all the people around you, for your Instagram player. You have to keep posting your videos, make sure you're still driving your nice car. So you got to make sure that you're paying your payment on the car that you don't own right there's these nice these Mm -hmm. so nice cars that these men are driving around that are catching our eyes that that is what a woman wants to see is a man driving a nice car when you see that man get out of that nice um new genesis or that nice corvette you see him getting out of the bins you want to talk to him but the majority of the time these men don't even own that car they're making a 300 dollars payment a month (laughs) for a month and to me there's no there's nothing wrong with making car payments because I got a car payment. 
But there is something wrong with stunt, trying to study your knees. Yeah, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have a broke mindset. Just not, just not men, but a lot of times it is men. Because you feel like showing off that you have money is more important than actually reinvesting mm-hmm. it into yourself. Like a lot of people, I had this conversation. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what episode it was, but I specifically said people will drive nice ass cars but live in the project. I swear, and they will. They will have, I don't have understand the wrong that. And that's a broke mindset. In life. The wrong priorities. They'll have their car in my and they'll have this nice designer outfit on, but guess what they don't have? They don't have fr- food in their uh, fridge, uh-huh. bitch. <laughs> food in their fridge, yes. A man who does not keep food in his fridge has a They don't have no body wash in the shower. Because you're worried about the no wrong They don't have any Nobody towels. No hand soap. <laughs> no clean... No... <laughs> no hand soap, no clean towels, and no laundry. They don't have anything folded. Like it's just, it's a crazy where people's priorities are. Just you're how you're. Right. You live in a pigsty, but you want to drive this this nice foreign. Okay, right. And I think that comes a lot with flexing. In my opinion, flexing is not attractive to me anymore I've grown out of that stage in life because I want more for myself so yes I would like that a man has money or you know takes care of himself at least doesn't have to be rich or anything but able to take care of himself able to take care of me where we go and obviously I'd love to be vice versa so I'm not looking for anything I can't attain myself but I think that a lot of men look at like um I guess women as price tags so they'll flex on Instagram because they want to be like, okay, bitch is going to love right. you. That is a broke mindset. Why does it matter what somebody else thinks of you? And also you're asking to get robbed. And what, you're going to get robbed off the change that you got? Because you got everything in your pocket. You don't have anything in a bank account. <laughs> right. And then then start you don't have a credit card to put. When, when their one source of income goes missing when they got something sent to them mm-hmm. and they go, the, their package goes missing or their house got robbed now what what are you gonna do right and it's like there's nothing wrong with being a hustler and doing whatever you need to do but be smart about it know that that wealth may not last forever and you need to have something on the side or at least back it up or have um you can still get a bank account you can still reinvest in other ways without it just being that so it's kind of getting out of that box this woman that i know you have a one sorry this woman that i know she said you know that wheel that was going around right that oh invest a hundred dollars invest twenty dollars invest forty dollars yes bitch the one you asked me yeah girl i made twenty four (laughs) hundred dollars off of that game in two weeks girl it is real but I she did it back in the day like years and years ago like in a different round of that right and she made like over $15,000 right no I think she said it was like 30000 she redid her entire house like she used to live in a small house she re- redid her entire house like it was insane and then she just went from there she put a little bit up and she just benefited off of that it was just you have to reinvest everything. Everything that comes to you is a blessing. You do good for people and good will come back to you. You can't go around right. and try and scam people and think that you're going to keep coming up, coming up, coming up from doing bad and getting quick flips. 
eventually mm-hmm. something's gonna come or back. if you choose to make right everything comes back on you but also if you're doing stuff like that that's not long term a quick um, flip at all it's a quick flip but that's what hustling um, I'm is not gonna people even touch do that. on the yeah that well i wouldn't say that's what hustling is i don't think scammers are hustling no like but, when you hustle you know that's a whole different conversation when you're hustling you find you're always finding something else to make money you're always doing something right for sure so exactly but like i was saying broke people are in this one track mindset they think this is the only way I'm going to get money because it's working mm-hmm. right now. And that's what I'm going to keep doing. And it's going to keep working out for me. A person who wants longevity in their wealth or wants to um, attain, I guess, financial freedom and happiness is going to look for not only just that route, but another route. And if that route fails, they're going to fall back on another route. And meanwhile, while they're getting that second route, they're looking for a third route or somewhere right. to invest that they can pillow back on. You're never going to peel back on flexing. If you are, if your whole world is surrounded around pleasing other people and showing mm-hmm. off what you think other people want your life to be versus buying a business and being able to afford all this shit, plus be chilling still, like there's nothing wrong with showing your accomplishments. Like these rappers, they're getting money. So they're buying shit, they're doing stuff, right? But some of them, are doing all that and they spend their they spend all their earnings because they don't realize like Russ had put out, you know, you get a, a deal for this much and you get it literally 70% of it is taken the amount that you're promised is really not yours. You probably get about 30% of what your deal really is. Right. Young rappers and these whoever's involved in it, they go out and they blow their money because they want to flex, because they want to keep up an image. But there's other artists like, you know, J. Cole, Jay-Z. Um, who else was it? Kevin Gates? Not Kevin Gates. Um, Lil Bibby. Lil Bibby said that he had advice from Kevin Gates that I guess Kevin Gates was saying, you know, when he first started, he was flexing. He had new clothes all the time, all this shit. But then, you know, his money started depleting. He had to pay for a lot more shit. And he wanted to just, you know, Kevin Gates had like a whole wake up call. You know, he did religion. I think he got locked up and that's what kind of mm-hmm. did it. But he got married. He went through his religious change. Um, just a lot of things. But he was still himself. He was still a great rapper. He's still himself. He just, you know, went through some changes and made adjustments in his life to make himself happier, right? And one of those adjustments was he stopped spending so much money. He started saving his money, investing his money in other things. And now he has, you know, plenty where he could just relax. Right. He don't need to make music for a little while. He could just relax and put out when he wants to, right? But he wouldn't have been able to do that if he didn't get out of that broke mindset mm-hmm. of, oh, let me flex, flex, flex. He literally told Lil Baby that he spends maybe $300 on clothes a week or a month. I can't remember if it was both. I think it might have been a week, but it might have been a month because it was like a crazy low amount for him. He was like, you know, he gets a fresh pair of Air Force Ones and a white T-shirt. And uh, probably like some jeans or something. And then boom, he's fine. He's set. And that's all he needs to keep it going. And he saved a lot of money. Well, Lil Bibby was like, you know what? I took it in consideration. And I was like, okay, I don't need to buy new chains all the time. I don't need to um, flex for people because my pockets are my pockets. And I think that was, that's, it's good to hear from rappers and they always say like, oh, that materialistic shit don't mean nothing. Like I got real pockets. I'm about to start a business. I'm reinvesting. Look at all the shit that Jay-Z has done. 
He sold Square. No, for real. He's done a lot recently. And he's at literally on, what is he? He's definitely in the Forbes list. Like, he's a billionaire. Him and his mm-hmm. wife, great power moves, first of all, with the wife he has yes. too. But like, they're just consistently, consistently getting to the bag, doing great business moves, staying on top. And do you really see him with jewelry? Do you really see him? Do you see Jay-Z with a stack of money against him? Mm-hmm. Do you see Jay-Z doing all that? So, men, do you want to be a Jay-Z? Or do you want to be, let's say, take him? <laughs> I was going to say Kodak. That's what it is. <laughs> I was thinking, I wasn't going to say Kodak because he got money, but take him. You was living recklessly, flexing, and being, uh, like, in that broke mindset where you fucked your whole life up. And I mean, I guess I would say somewhat Kodak because I think mentally Kodak is broke. Yeah. Actually, financially, he's not. But mentally, he is. He fucked up whatever. He was supposed to be like in love. I don't know if he still is, but that shit kept like he had a new girlfriend every other year. He went, he kept going in and out of jail and now he's out and he started beef for no reason because everything you say will cause beef. And then when you take it to Instagram, you take it to the internet, sometimes people feel like they need to reply. Now, I don't see baby replying, but he might. And it may start up all this like outside um, tension that doesn't need to even be had. Mentally stable. Um, And I guess healthy, wealthy in the mind. You do what's best for you. Right. Instead of trying to You know, you can be mentally rich with your pockets actually being broke because you have a million dollar Mm -hmm. mindset. And you get yourself out of any situation and you make logically sound decisions. I think it's really important for people to be not just try to be financially stable, but mentally stable overall, because that broke boy mindset is that you have to flex, is that you have to spend this to get that. You don't have to do none of that shit at all. At all. How much money would you save? If you weren't stunting in front of other people, if you're not trying to go to the club every night and go get a section and show them that you're to show that you have it to go get an extra necklace that week to go buy another Gucci shirt to go buy another pair of shoes. How much money would you save a month? (laughs) A lot. You know how much literally like people spend just in the club? Girl. It's wild. I remember when I was a bottle girl for, I worked at Native for a little while before it closed down. I used to literally tax the fuck out of people just so I knew I could because I knew that they were dope boys and they were coming to spend money. A bottle would be 250 and you know, now I can snitch because now it's it's just the tales of a, of a downtown Orlando bottle girl. <laughs> but they would have little hood nights on, I want to say it was Sunday and all the dope boys would come and I was like, bet, I'm whacked in the ass. Soon as they come through, it would probably the bottles would be I want to say like two fifty, two sixty, and I would charge them four hundred a bottle. That two fifty, two sixty already had my gratuity in it, but I'm charging you four hundred because your dumb ass is gonna pay it because you want to and they gonna pay and you want to pop bottles and you want people and they're gonna pay cash. So can't no charge back, no receipt, <laughs> no nothing. You gotta take my word for it. So you're paying all cash for everything. You couldn't end up fucking. Girl, bartenders do that simply at the at the bar alone. If you if I go get a say I get a Hennessy and cranberry juice, they're gonna charge me 
$18. If I do it on my car, they're going to charge me $12 <laughs> or $11.98 right. or something. Like, mm. Every time it's always if you're paying cash in the club, someone's getting that's out. crazy because I'm not paying 18 for no Hennessy. I want to say it's that tier. Um, you don't have to show me the receipt. I want to say what? it's that tier. Somewhere like at least 15. Maybe 15. I could believe 15 because a lot of places they charge 15 for Hennessy, but 18. Girl, Hennessy is without tip. No, that's that's Vegas price. Hennessy is I remember when the first year I went to Vegas, they were like 17 each drink. I'm like, yes. Girl, in Miami, when I went the first time, I paid $25 for a Hennessy and I was so upset. (laughs) (laughs) That is what I'm gonna win and bought a whole bottle for $10 more. Right, and just pregame. But honestly, though, that is the things that you think about when you start getting yourself more sound. Because it's not, oh, I got it, I'm going to spend it. That's broke mentality. It's not, I'm not saying literally the amount of money that's in your account calling you literally broke. I'm calling you mentally broke. That you feel like you need to spend four or $500 on a bottle. Because you can. Now, let's say it's, right, exactly. Like, let's say it's a special weekend, Super Bowl weekend, um, all-star weekend, you know, Halloween, Christmas, whatever holiday it is that they tax for bottles. Okay, I could see that because it's like, okay, we're going out, you know, these few times a year and everybody's pitching in. So fuck it. Like, you know, let's ball out. Cool. But there is no reason why a grown ass adult needs to spend $2,000 in the club every week if it's just a flex now if you and your friends like to go out and you and your friends are throwing down together and y'all that's just how much y'all drink cool but if you're going specifically to get attention to show people oh i got money so i'm gonna send it you're you're mentally broke literally you are now if you're going out with your because you're having fun with your friends and that's just what y'all want to drink cool but if you're specifically going out with the intentions of just to flex that's lame to me. Not lame. It's a very broke mentality. Like, obviously, they do the signage. I used to work in the club. I love the club. They do the signage, all that. That's cool. That's to show, like, celebration and stuff. And and it is really centered all around, like, flexing. But every single weekend, <laughs> every weekend, you feel like that's what your money, that's what you're making. Girl, you know, that's what we, we can call it. I know a couple people that do that. <laughs> Don't don't even do it. I don't want no. No, nah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't call. I'm just here. saying. But you know, just knowing us, like going downtown, you know what I'm saying. Like everybody that goes downtown on a regular knows, like. Everybody. But then you wonder. People wonder why after all that, when you when you're on your ass, why you don't have no real friends. Because the people that are around they just, you, they're your are club only friends. Because all that money that you're spending, they're your <laughs> club friends, and they're only around you because the money you're spending because you're flexing and you're showing them money means everything yeah, to you. For sure, nobody's gonna be them true selves around somebody that values money over absolutely everything. It's important to have money because I like money and I want to be rich and I want to do all that, but I'm not trying to be rich to flex in the right. Club. Yeah. No. I'm not trying to be rich to flex on Instagram. Now, if I got all this nice shit and I take a fly-ass pic, hell yeah, I'm going to be cocky about it. But I didn't get all this fly-ass shit just for Instagram. Right, I got all this shit for my ass off. 
Right, from working my ass off because I wanted it. So here you guys go, you can see. But really, I liked all this stuff. I worked for it because I wanted it. Not so I can show y'all I have it, but for me to have it for myself. And at that point, you just don't, you don't have anything so to those prove to who, anybody. It's a different mindset. No, nothing. You never have anything to prove to anybody. But definitely don't expect if you're spending two, $3,000 in the club every weekend with these same people and you're paying most of the bill or whatever, you're probably footing the whole bill and they're kicking it with you, but they don't call to check on you and make sure you get home safe. Those are definitely not your real friends. Those are your friends because you're flexing. Because the moment you stop flexing and the moment you fall on your ass, they're not going to be here for you. And you know why? Because you value money over so much to them in their eyes that they felt like that's all you were. Realistically. Because if somebody sees you're a cool-ass person amongst spending money and doing all that, they build a genuine you. bond with you. Mm-hmm. They gonna, they're going to want to either pitch in or they're going to build a genuine bond with you. They make sure you have fun. They make sure you get home. And they talk to you besides just being at the club. But everybody's mindset is so, um, I guess, flexed. Mm-hmm. Flex, um, damn, I can't think they of the They just word. had someone buy them a section, now they're off the Flex controlled and, and surrounded by imaging and what people think of you, that they have this poor mindset and this broke mindset that they almost can't get out of because they don't even see it. Because I know a bitch in a fucking, and I seen a post and it was like, I know a bum and a Benz and a boss and a Honda. Mm-hmm. That is true. Because maybe that person got a lot of other shit pushing for themselves, but they are choosing to invest in different areas. Most definitely. Like I always say, I, I, I like a nice car, cool, whatever. But if you in a in a twenty twenty Honda, whatever, that's a nice car too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be just a foreigner to be a nice car and for you to be whatever. Maybe you're investing your money into other things, but you could be in that car and then be in a nice ass two story. House with the pool in the back, and it be exactly. in your name. Like that's that is financial literacy to me. That's being smart. That's being well taken care of, and that's really happening. Yeah, no, I agree. When you work hard yourself, it just feels so much better to be call it yours. When you're a boss and you make your own, and you have a house to stand on yourself, and you have a business for yourself, you have your own car, you have you can go buy groceries for yourself. You know, you can go shopping if you want to. That that financial freedom is amazing. It makes you like you know you're not stressing out about other things. You're not stressing out about okay if I spend three hundred dollars on decorating my apartment and getting some groceries. I'm going to have $300 less. So instead of having two bands to flex, I got $1,700. Damn, I got to go to the club and spend six, $700. So now I got, uh, what is that? 1000 left to last me for whenever my next drop mm-hmm. is. What? No, you shouldn't be sitting on nothing. You should be, all right, bet. So I made this flip. I had this drop, cool, whatever. So let me go pick up pack from another guy. Or, you know, let me... I got some clothes I can sell or um, let me buy a pair of sneakers and I can flip these sneakers too. And now instead of having 1500 after I spend spend this 500, I got another two grand on top of that 1500. So now I got 35. All right, boom. What else can I do? It's always thinking of the next thing to put you up versus thinking of what you have to do to show other people you got it. Yeah. Because we all want to be comfortable. Everybody wants to live their best life. Mm-hmm. You want to be so comfortable that you're uncomfortable with being comfortable, if that makes sense. 
Like, I'm good, but how can I be better? That's where you want to be. And it's not always, you know, better as literally in your pockets. It could be like, you're mentally broke because you feel like, all right, um, I'm making straight money, cool, whatever. I'm able to do this, this, and that. But that's it. That's all I want. I don't want yeah, anything better for myself. More. I don't care about anything else. A lot, right. I, I've had a lot of conversations with men um, recently, actually. And I feel like that's why it's hard for me to really sit down and fuck with somebody. Because a lot of men that I've come across, I sit there and I try to have real conversations with them. Like, yeah, I'm funny. I'm goofy. I'm cute. I go out a lot, whatever. But when we, you sitting down and you're trying to fuck with me, I'm going to tell you, all right, I just, oh, I just basically started my own business because the podcast merch. I've had my podcast for almost a year now. This is what I want to do. I went to school for this, this, and that. What are you doing? Oh, well, um, you know, I, I, I work for, you know, this place. Okay, what do you want to do in a couple of years? Uh, I mean, I make good money where I'm at. Okay, that doesn't matter. That's all you want to do. You just want to be where you're at, and that's it. Nothing else. You have no other goals for your life. Um, a lot of people, too, I know, in my mind, I think when people don't want to settle down, that's also like a, a poor mentality to have. You don't want to be rich in love. You want to be single and spending money and fucking bitches mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. That's what you want to do? That's what the majority like, of these men want to do these days, and that's so sad. The majority of them do. You sit down and you really pick at their brain and they don't want more than what they have. They just want their life to stay what it is and stay simple and be happy. And that's cool, but that's not a for everything. That's a in your 20s. Right. So now's the time to sit back and realize what do you want from life? Can't work at the club forever, even men. Like, that's crazy to me. I think it's amazing though. Um, a lot of, especially downtown, I've seen a lot of people acquire partnerships and create businesses out of their old jobs like um, they reinvested in themselves and now they have different businesses and even v group which was the company i worked for who owns vintage vice they own native um and all the other venues on orange they expanded they're doing landscaping businesses they have a car sales place They're, they're thinking of expanding in other ways as well but right now they definitely have the landscaping business, Elite elite Landscaping, and then also um, Elite Auto, which is right off of OBT. Oh. And I got my car fixed there. So they do a great job, but they do, they're, they're, it's a mechanic shop that's partnering with it. And then they also sell cars too. So I think they have a bigger outlook on it and a big mindset. They open Bagel World. They're going to open another venue. So those type of men are the men that, I feel like people should aim to be people who have stuff, but they're always looking to attain more and to be stable. So be like, be that. like that. <laughs> be like that. Stop being mentally broke um, or mentally poor in the mind that you don't feel like there's more to life than flexing on Instagram. Cause that it doesn't, nobody gives a fuck. No way. Realistically, the people that give a fuck are the people that want your money. Yeah, people that are making what benefiting off of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, anybody who's telling you to keep flexing like that and to put yourself on that, uh, I guess I would say radar, is not your real friend. Boo. <laughs> Boo. 
But um, that is all for today's episode. Thank you, D, for stopping in again. Uh, just plug in your social media. For it's D E E Nail Queen on Instagram and on Facebook. It's under D Joy D E Joy. Right, and her shop is what is Legacy your shop? Nails, Legacy Nails, located at three nine zero zero South Golden Rod Road. Come and see me. So go check her out. Right. Go check her out. Book an appointment with her. Her nails are fire. You can check out her nail page just to see her work. But yes, and like I always say, go check out the link in my bio um, for Sorry If I Offend You on Instagram. It will take you to my link tree and you will also have access to my website from there. (laughs) 